He was born ready. For what, we don't know. Everything. He's ready for love. Uh, no, actually, that's the one thing that probably not. This week, next year's rumors have already begun, and we help Grandma update her iPad. It's episode 26 of Magnificent. I'm Ian Fuchs, and I'm joined by MacTrass.com senior editor, Mr. Chris Houck, and the J-less, Mr. Glenn Kunzler. Good, good day to you guys. How's it going? It is going quite well. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving? Uh, Ace is here. Cool. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far as to say great. It, it was, you know, tolerable as usual. It sounded like you had a pretty good day near the end when you, yeah, hid, hid in your office. Good. Hid in your oh, office. Oh yeah, that that was good. That was good. Any any yeah. time you can whip out a few hours at Jessica Jones, it's a good day. Yeah, I, I saw that post you did on. I think it was on Facebook where you posted about. It. Yeah, I laughed I at that. We were at the dinner table and I laughed. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Well, it's Glenn. And Julie goes, <laughs> Julie just said, oh, it's Glenn. <laughs> yeah, she gets it. <laughs> Makes perfect sense then. And how was yours, Chris? Good, good. Spent it with family. Uh, even got a couple of tickets to a football game out of it. Oh, I did yeah. see that. I saw that. Yeah, damn near drowned from the weather, but <laughs> had a good time. It's the first time I went to a, a local... To the local team's game, nice stadium, lousy team. So, yeah. But but you also got to see the Raiders play, right? Yeah, but they're not that great either. <laughs> That's so, true. I mean, it was kind of like who was going to suck a little less, and it turned out the Raiders sucked just a little less near the end of the game and won. So, we were in in Kansas City, staying with a friend on a couple of days over the vacation, and they live right near the stadium there. And as we were leaving, I looked across uh, I-70 at, at Arrowhead. I could not believe the amount of rain that was just pouring down on the Chiefs game. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's got to be miserable to be sitting in those stands. And the stands were packed. I mean, people still go. They don't care. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have went. I mean, if it had been tickets I had bought or or something like that, I wouldn't have went, really. You know, if I had season tickets or something that for that day, but... It was a case where they were given to us, and they wanted to make sure they were used. So, okay, we'll go do it. You felt and we still had a good time. We had some great, uh, great food, and, and it was fun, kind of hanging out. My wife and I had never been to a football game together, so that was kind of fun. Well, the pictures looked really fun. So, the picture, I guess. Yeah, I took one. I did get a great uh, panorama view of it. I, I need to post that. Ah. Uh. Any good Black Friday deals, Cyber Monday deals, anything like that that you guys found? I got a good deal on a new MacBook. Yeah, you oh. That I desperately had to buy quickly because my other one was dying. Yeah. Uh, and you're officially using it now. I am. I'm using it right now. It just came today. Um, for some reason, it had to come to me from Plainfield, Indiana. And it took a couple extra days than it usually did. But uh got here. I got a good deal. It works. It's nice and small and fast. And... I love the retina screen on this thing. It's beautiful. And you did the 13 or 15 inch? Did the 13. Okay. Which is the same. I don't know if it's the same generation as my same model that I have. Yeah, I remember the switch from my MacBook, my old MacBook Pro to the retina MacBook Pro and how it just absolutely stunning the screen was. Yeah. Yeah. And I had, uh, the, I had, 
a MacBook that died. I had a 2011 MacBook that died totally. I think it has the problem with the uh, graphics. Yeah, discrete graph, discrete graphics. So it finally just freaking died. I never had any problem with it ever. So I never went and got it fixed. It only had the, you know, that was my daily use one. And finally, it just went typing away. And I looked up and it goes, boop. Okay, nothing. Would not boot nothing. So I had an old 2008 MacBook with a Core 2 Duo processor in it and three gigabyte of RAM. And three. Uh, what a weird yeah. amount of RAM. And so I've uh, been using it for the last week and a half. And oh, man. So yeah, it's night and day with this this little puppy's beautiful. I love it. Nice. And that was a, a Black Friday thing? Or was that just a you found a good deal on it and it happened to be near Friday? It was it was Black Friday. I think okay. it was a deal I, I saw on a feed for Amazon. Okay. And uh, I think I grabbed like, they had like two left when I grabbed it. Nice. So... Glenn, did you find anything good for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? No, I, I kind of detest Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Most of the deals aren't as spectacular as people think they are. And sure. You just end up overspending, or at least I do. That's my tradition. But... Well, you work retail anyway, so that's awesome. your Black Friday was kind of taken up, wasn't it? Well, you know, I could I had a few hours I could have gone out and done it, but... You do it on the internet. I, I had the morning I could have done, but... I did participate... Uh, second year in a row that I've I've participated on, on the internet on Black Friday. Yeah. Oh God, I don't go out to the store. No, not a chance. Uh, I don't know. But got a a gift for CJ, which actually was Best Buy did all of their Black Friday deals starting the Monday before, so I'd actually ordered it on Monday, even though it was a Black Friday thing. Um, and then got two Logitech Harmony remotes. Because the one we have for our TV in our basement uh, is on its last leg, and it, so hundred dollar remote got it fifty bucks. Sweet, so very nice. pretty solid deal. Yeah, Black Friday's not a big deal as it used to be anymore because they start Black Friday deals like two weeks before yeah. Thanksgiving. And, like by by doing that, you actually make the whole Black Friday thing less. Like I remember, it used to be really exciting. It was like, oh, at two a.m. we're opening the doors, and that's the that's the thing, and. Yeah, now Black Friday starts at 4 p.m. on Thanksgiving. Well, it's not really Black Friday then, is it, asshole? Or or like I said with Best Buy, it was like 8 a.m. on or 7 a.m. on the Monday before. Yeah. yeah. And then their deals go through Cyber Monday, and then I got an email today that some deals were extended. And I'm like... Yeah, the whole thing starts like two weeks early, and then they complain that they don't have the traffic they used to on Black yeah. Friday. Well, it's because people have been coming in the last two weeks. Right. Uh, that's all right. Although I guess Target got hit hard yesterday on their website. Really? Yeah, on Cyber Monday they had. Uh, they I had a couple the, of good TV deals or something. or something. Good for them. It's always good when your site goes down for the right reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Not the site going down because you took the store down and then waiting forty minutes to put it back up. <clears throat> Apple. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. So other, uh, I guess not really deal related, but you know Chris got his Mac. Other Mac related discussion. Uh, a new rumor, or whatever rumor is purporting that we'll see new MacBook Airs, thirteen a thirteen and a fifteen inch MacBook Air, which that seems odd to me. Uh, yeah. At WWDC uh, next year. 
Really? WWDC? Yeah. No. There's well, uh, there's there's no way. They've they've done hardware at WWDC before, but well, they used to do the iPhone there. Well, we, we've we've seen new Macs talked about it at WWDC. It, it, it wouldn't be. It's been a few years, but yeah. It wouldn't be too too shocking. What what would be is them continuing to foster the development of the MacBook Air. <laughs> I, I think what 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 kind of mistake would that be for Apple when they're clearly capable of now building something just as thinner thinner, more powerful, integrate their new USB C technology, and pop in a Retina display. Um, and a 15-inch MacBook Air, that that would just be a mess. I, I think what we're going to see is the continuation of this proof of concept they established with the 12-inch MacBook. We're going to see a lot more things like it. We're going to see USB-C becoming a lot more mainstream across their entire lineup. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a more powerful version targeted at the Retina MacBook Pro. Um, but certainly a 15-inch MacBook Air in 2016, not a happening thing. That would just be a silly concept uh, in comparison to what they're doing even now. Yeah. I just don't see hardware at WWDC. I mean, I, I think you're more likely to see, a, if they're going to do that, either a spring event and maybe separate Mac and iOS devices, which actually make some sense or they're going to wait until fall just because I feel like WWDC now it's so heavy on the iOS and OS X and now watch OS and now you'll have TV OS like you're going to have so much stuff to do with the software side of things that you're you're only going to shortchange hardware if you decide to announce it there yupper so, I don't see WWDC is the place. I don't see a 15-inch MacBook Air, but I also don't see the 11-inch MacBook Air continuing. But it also doesn't make sense to continue the 13 as the MacBook. If yeah, Apple's got themselves into a bit of a mess. So one of those lines has to die. Yep, I agree. We're going to see a convergence rather than an extension. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they'll keep the Air name. I don't know. Uh, MacBook's a very classic name. Yeah. Uh, it would be a nice a nice throwback to where it all started. Yeah. Uh, what else? December's almost here. December's here now. Holy crap, it's December. First. So this Holy month... Buckets. Yeah, this month, Apple Music and Sonos have an official thing happening... I don't know what the date is off the top of my head. 16th, 19th, something like that. I think I saw, um, but an official, uh, Sonos support for Apple music, which is great. Just in time for me to make the decision that I think I might be leaving Apple music. Um, yeah, it yeah. is the 15th. Yeah. Okay. I was close. So you're going to leave, leave, leave the, I'm, I'm thinking I might take off from Apple music. I'm, Talking with my wife over our, you know, we had eight hours in the car each way to Kansas City and back. Um, you have a lot of time where you're just like, I want to listen to music. And I was trying to find stuff on, on Apple Music and I was having a hard time finding the things I wanted. And you're, it's just, 
I'm realizing how cluttered the app is if I'm looking for stuff that's not stuff I'm already like already have in my library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and to do anything other than the for you playlists is it's just not intuitive. It's not easy. Yeah, I dropped and, it after the three months was up. I uh, I thought I was going to renew, and then I talked about it with the wife, and I'm like, I I have lots of stuff in there, and that my biggest concern right now is I I have a lot of stuff in there that I don't want to get rid of, and I don't want to stop using, and or, or lose out on on the music of. So now I have to figure out how can I get all that same stuff in Spotify because I know it all exists in Spotify, but going through all the things I've added recently and adding those to a library in Spotify or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. We use the Amazon prime music a lot. Mm. So that's pretty much what we fall back on. Sure. And that's another thing I'm already paying for that. Maybe I'll look, I'll look into that. Yeah. It's great. I, I love it. I love it. I know a coworker of mine uses a combination of Apple music and, and prime music. And he seems to really like it. Yeah, usually what's not on one is on the other, so you're covered. The the one thing that'll that'll make a difference for me is uh, Spotify on Apple TV. I think because mm-hmm. we do a lot of listening. I thought I suppose I could airplay it though, so it's really not a big deal. Um, but I know one of the, the big things people will talk about, uh, like Renee Ritchie at iMore always says, you know, the biggest reason I love Apple Music is I can just ask Siri to play a song. Well, that's something I never do, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Maybe Apple will release an update and Apple Music will get a little more usable or a little more user-friendly. That so, would be nice. I'm. Are you still using it, Glenn? Oh, yes. I, I still use it regularly. I really, really enjoy it. I, I, I use it to discover new stuff. I, I like to check out what's trending and... Um, they they do a great job of managing the the hits charts, so you know what's what's popular. And so you um, use it to stay up on Marine Five. <laughs> I sure do. Just has a shortcut. <laughs> That's known as a callback, kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, good old uh, Maroon. Check our previous episode Six. if you're curious. <laughs> you know what I would like that would make me consider sticking with Apple music. And I'm just thinking of this now. And as I look at my phone, free membership, that too. Um, no, one thing that I've always liked about, and no other service offers this. So I don't know why I'm like, Apple music should do this to be different. Um, back in the day, early iPhone days, if you had a web app on your site, you could say pin to home screen or whatever. And then it would add the little icon to your home screen. When you clicked it, it took you straight to that site. I would like to see the option, not even requirement, just the option to do the same thing, but with things in Apple Music. So if I had a page that I wanted to go to specifically, like uh, the one place I find myself frequently looking is I go to the music app, I say new, I click the genre things at the top, I click alternative, and then I look to see what's new and alternative. And a lot of times, even more than that, I look at the recent releases section. If I could pin that page and say, always take me here when I click this link, that would save me so much time and make the whole process a little easier. Because then I'm not clicking seven times deep to get to something. The biggest place I listen to music is at the gym. If I'm at the gym and I'm on a treadmill or something like that, the last thing I want to do is be fiddling with a whole bunch of slides and swipes and taps and whatever on my giant mammoth phone 
while I'm trying to run. Just seems like a, a, a risk. So yeah. the uh just the, the user friendliness of it just is there's something missing there. Not that that's news to anybody. Uh, and in the vein of, of talking about music uh, another good rumor uh, since we all love a good rumor claims are that the iPhone 7 so you remember this is a year from now almost uh, is going to lose the 3.5mm headphone port on the bottom thoughts? Oh, what a load of bubkiss <laughs> They're gonna no. they're gonna take it off there and put it on the thirteen or fifteen inch MacBook Air. There, there's so many things wrong with this. I I don't even know where to begin. Um, uh, oh, you'll find a spot. All, Go ahead. First of all, this this is the iPhone Seven. There's there's no way anybody has reliable information about a device that's almost a year away. Even not. if the information is credible, even if it came from a good source. The fact that it's 10 months in the future makes it automatically not so credible because lots of things can change in a product's development cycle in that much time. Um, not, not, not to mention the source is not exactly the most spectacular. Uh, definitely not the highest track record. Uh, the, the rumor mill's just, just, just out of control with this stuff. I, I don't know what they get their jolly off on with this. I don't know. I think it. There's a chance that it could be a valid thing, and one of the reasons I say well, that is there's a chance that I'm Sasquatch. Well, that, that's true. I've I, seen I think the photos. There's, there, there's a resemblance. I think there's a much higher likelihood that we see the the headphone port disappear, and I think my number one reason why is if you'll recall a year ago, Apple bought a company that has a streaming music service and also makes headphones. <laughs> Beats released a new headphone very recently that actually uses the lightning port to connect to your iPhone. That in itself could be a pointer that they're going to try to push the audio industry to switch to using lightning instead of the three and a half millimeter, at least for the higher end headphones. They could include a set of headphones in the box that have the lightning port to the ear pods and now you have a headphone that works with your iPhone, you know, specifically, they can sell a little adapter that lets you plug in other headphones to it. But that Apple's pushing for higher end headphones like Beats, or at least higher priced headphones like Beats, to use Lightning because they can handle more than a, a three and a half millimeter. Yeah, you're, you're on pure digital. Exactly. I, mean, I, I, I don't I don't think there's a snowball chance of them actually removing the three and a half millimeter audio jack until this concept becomes mainstream. I can see them putting their weight behind lightning enabled audio products. But until that becomes a much more popular concept than it currently is, I don't think there's any way we're gonna see Apple do that as a standard. Yeah, but I mean, they went from the 30 pin, the old 30 pin adapter they used to use to lightning and instead of going to a proven technology like micro USB. Yeah, but that was more out of necessity because mm. the 30 pin cable was just becoming too limited in bandwidth and too limited in usage. But the same could see, be said. I can see the lightning. And it was too huge. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think the... Uh... 
the same could be said about the three and a half millimeter though. I mean, that's been around Yeah, that's for how many, how many uh, years since Jesus was a boy, uh, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, uh, see, but, literally since I was a kid, we used that headphone jack on Walkmans. Here's here's the question though: Is Apple going to start licensing out their Lightning ports for for other devices? Because that's that's going to become an issue at some point, right? If, if, if if they develop this out as an audio standard, Why they're going to want to make it available on other things as well. I don't know. They sell more than enough iPhones and iPads and. To make it the, valuable, the alternative for for headphone manufacturers is is also the obvious Bluetooth. If you don't right. want to use the the standard, and again, Apple can sell an adapter. Apple does mm-hmm. it with the MacBook One. I mean, everything that connects to that computer is a dongle, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It, Why couldn't it, they it do makes... the same thing with a headphone and and that goes lightning to to three and a half millimeter? There's it, it there's tons of third party accessories that do it. We... We we live in a world where a pair of headphones is a pair of headphones. You can go buy a pair of headphones and you can use it with literally any device that's compatible with headphones. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a good idea to mess with something that universal. Now, the, 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 the difference between this and something like the lightning port is you've got something on the one hand universal to Apple, but... Now you've got, on the other hand, something universal to literally the entire known world of consumer electronics. But Bluetooth is also now known to the entire world of consumer electronics. And you can pick up a pair of Bluetooth headphones for like 25 bucks. Yeah, that's true. And and when your iPhone comes with a set of headphones, most people aren't going to even buy a new set of headphones. That's, yeah. Well, so I, I, I think when you when you start to break it down, it's like, well, they come with headphones. Bluetooth is a standard Apple can change it all they want, and it's ultimately going to just continue to be the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's their clothes shop; they can do what they want. Yeah, I got I got to go with Ian on this one. Holy crap! <laughs> well, I don't usually agree with Glenn either, but I just don't. It's not worth it to speak up. You know? uh, this time, I got to go with you. There you go. We'll find out in about nine months. <laughs> <laughs> is, that the, is that the gestation period nine months put the uh, that, that standard gestation period of an iphone put that uh that headphone in the oven and in nine give or months, take a couple a of months port. for developmental disorders i think you may have gotten confused with your uh human reproduction class you took well tim cook was the teacher so yeah. uh, okay <laughs> something like that i don't even know don't even yeah. know can't really even say anything about that. <laughs> um, so you guys are both PlayStation 4 owners, right? Yupper. Yep. Tell me about this Sony remote play thing. Right now they do remote play on the PS Vita and don't they still have the PlayStation TV, Glenn? They do. You, do. you had one of those, didn't you? Yeah, it's, it's not great. Yeah. It's so, worth the 40 bucks they marked it down to eventually. Yeah. It allows you to uh, play PS4 games without having to sit in front of the console with a big screen TV. Yeah, which is which is kind of nice. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. wish they'd built some other functionality into that box as well. I think they also had, didn't Sony sell a phone that did that? 
Yeah, they for a while. several of the Xperia phones have yeah. had that ability, but it's it's never come off as particularly well done. Yeah. But anyway, so they are apparently uh the Sony's president of Worldwide Studios tweeted the other day that uh going to bring the remote play function to pc and mac so just so. so i'm clear on this because i don't fully understand the idea is that your playstation's at home on your network but not connected to x tv or x device and you can play the game that's on the playstation on that device right you have to be on the same network i believe okay so so like your but playstation you can play it like... on a tv and you could play in your bedroom on another tv through remote play right. With PlayStation TV, TV right now. Okay. Yeah, and uh, this way you'd be able to do it on your PC or your Mac also. You know, just have it like running in a window or on another monitor. Yeah, That's... it opens up a whole new level of possibilities for, for Mac and PC gaming because now yeah. you don't have to buy two copies of the game, right? You can just stream it over. It's all new way to kill productivity. Very interesting. Apparently I need a, a Windows 10 computer. And then I can maybe do that with my Xbox. Yeah, there you go. Because I bought the Xbox, because apparently I'm a dummy. I wonder if you could do it running Windows 10 in a window on, on oh. a virtual virtual machine. I don't know. On your Mac. I actually just want a way that I can play it on a different TV in the house. Would be the ideal situation for me. Because while I like having it downstairs in the basement... Uh, Sometimes I don't want to sit in the cold basement and play video games. I'd rather sit in the warm living room. Excellent choice. Yeah. So interesting that, that Sony's looking to do that and and make it Mac compatible because that would mean it could really go kind of anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I was I was kind of surprised. The PC part didn't surprise me, but I was a little surprised on the Mac part. But it's a good good thing. I think most companies are now realizing that supporting Apple can only help them as pc sales shrink and whatever yeah i mean the mac's yeah. still showing strength as far as sales compared to uh, how the pcs have fallen so exactly it's a good thing oh so over thanksgiving break i got to be tech support <laughs> for some family members yay and I wanted to get uh, just some some thoughts from you guys about what it's like to be tech support and be the young and knowledgeable for your family at family gatherings. Because I'm assuming you guys are probably in the same role as me, where you tend to oh, be yeah. the uh, the yeah. personal genius geek uh, for your family on, on holidays. And the rest of the year, actually. As far as face-to-face, -face, yeah. Although I'm not the young geek, but well, young enough. Yeah, you're the old geek. Yeah, I'm kind of an oddball as far as a lot of things, but as far as uh, you know, being into what I'm into, a lot of older folks just aren't into it. Sure. Yeah, I know. For me, it was it was kind of interesting because I got there and I had I had posted a thing on Facebook and I believe on Twitter a couple of weeks ago about Backblaze, a backup service that I'm using on my Mac. And one of the first things I heard out of out of some of the family was, well, what do I need to do for my computer? I saw you posted about this. Do I need to download and install that right now? I was like, well, I mean, if you're the type of person who's going to click random links and emails and stuff like that, 
yeah, it's probably not a bad idea for five bucks a month. <laughs> uh, but if if you're smart about your internet usage or you're using a Mac, then your risks are lower. So it, it was just interesting. Like that's where it all started. And then it was like, well, my my device is out of date. How do I update it? What do I need to do? Uh, how do how do I do an iCloud backup or what's an iCloud thing or why does it keep saying I don't have iCloud storage? And it's always one of those things. Like every holiday seems to be the same, whether I'm with my family, uh, my wife's family, extended family, whatever. It's always like, oh well, can you take a look at this or this thing isn't working? And it always just kills me that somehow every family has somebody who becomes the tech support. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Be nice to those people in your family. If if you're not the person who's helping everyone else and you're asking others for help, be nice to them. And they may not know the answers. They're trying their best. Yeah, bring them a bottle yeah. of whiskey. I second that. I will take your bottles of whiskey. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's some topics. Wow. We had topics, we had topics after, after all. You guys want to tell me about uh, some awesome things well, you've discovered? Or do you have anything else before we get to that? I'm pretty pretty dead on everything. All right. The holiday week, everything's a little slow, which which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you want to tell us about your, uh, your something of the week then? Sure. It just, uh, it's a pure coincidence. It's also on MacTress deals right now. But, uh, Titan sent me, uh, or actually Fuse Chicken sent me their Titan phone, iPhone cable, the Lightning cable, and the Titan loop for the iPhone. And the Titan phone cable is a nice, long, stainless steel, 30 inch, 39 inches long, stainless steel wrapped cable that pretty much can stand up to almost any kind of abuse. If you're like me, your Lightning cables don't last for shit. So the Titan... The cat just looked at it and just walked away. Didn't even try to chew <laughs> it. It's it's just it's beautiful. It's wrapped. It's nice and flexible still, um, but it, it's it'll just stand up to all kind of punishment. If you use it, you know, if you travel a lot, if you're using it in your car, uh, or, or you just you know you have an animal that likes to chew on it, I would suggest checking it out. We're going to include a link in the in the notes. It just, it's tough and it stands up to almost I second that. That's actually the cable I use when I'm traveling because it seems like inevitably every time I travel, I end up pinching the crap out of the cable in one of the drawers and then that cable's ruined. That's not going to happen with this one. Yeah, this thing is tough and the ends are, uh, you know, reinforced and it's, it's great and I've never had a problem with it. And they also make a little thing called Titan Loop, which is only about nine inches long, but it can actually loop and attach to your uh, keychain. And again, it's a little flexible steel cable, uh, but you can you, you can put it on your belt loop, put it on your purse uh, strap. It'll hold on. And then you know when you need something, you know if you're tra- out and about and you need a quick charge somewhere, and you've got a USB port or a charger handy, you just plug it right in, pop it into your iPhone, and get a quick charge. It's, it's a great little thing. It makes it makes a great keychain. So uh, I'm really looking at them as stocking stuffers for a couple of my uh, relatives. So very cool, Glenn. I see you have a double. Tell us about I your. I do. I do have a double. 
my, my first one is an app called AA for iOS. It's, it's a puzzle game. Um, at first, it looks deceptively simple. But it, it's, it's one of those games that, that seems really delightful and fun to play at first. And then just just quickly becomes hell on earth because it's it's basically impossible after after a certain period of time it just continues to get so much faster and more difficult um which is part of what makes it so much fun it's actually part of a series of 21 different games um with similar letter abbreviations um all of which kind of function different ways I can't really figure out what the motivation is behind them. Maybe they're meant to activate different areas of the brain or something, but um, they they really are kind of a lot of fun until you want to shoot yourself. Um. (laughs) 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 The the other thing is... uh... Everybody has a good time until it's time to shoot themselves. Uh, The other thing is Marvel's Jessica Jones on Netflix. Um, Serious shout-out. One of the best adaptations of of a comic character that I've seen in a long time. Totally. Definitely a wild ride. Very, very complex stuff. Even if you're not a fan of her in the comics, which I have never read any of the, the alias or anything like that. I barely knew who she was. I knew of her. Um, it's just a great, terrific ride. It's all around great show. The, uh, the bad guy was excellent. I'm kind of, I was kind oh, of, yeah. yeah, he, uh, Kilgrave. It was, he was pretty cool. A serious, heavy dose of complexity that you don't normally see in that kind of show. Yeah. And the way they kind of developed over the, the first four or five episodes gave you peeks at why she was, you know, about her and Kilgrave's backstory and what he'd done with her and to yeah. her. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just all around great. Plus they introduce Luke Cage too, who will be in a, another Netflix series. Yeah, and, and Luke Cage was really well portrayed too. Oh yeah. Did a great job. Everybody was great. All of the, I mean, they even used Patsy Walker who, uh, started out back in the forties or fifties as a romance comic. And then they turned her into, I think it's Hellcat. And then she retired, and and so they actually used that character as the best friend for uh, Jessica. Interesting. Although, did you see they were actually planning on using um, Ms. Marvel? What's Ms. Marvel's secret identity? If as if a Marvel character uh, has one, Carol Carol Danvers. I think, I think Carol Danvers. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were, originally the Jessica Jones was supposed to be on ABC, and that fell through, and they were planning on using. Jessica Danvers as her friend there. And then they developed that they're going to make a Ms. Marvel movie and some other things happen with the character. So that's why they went with Patsy Walker. Cool story. Why, thank wow. you. I did not know what 90% of what that sure all meant. <laughs> See, now, now, did you get the Marvel Unlimited subscription? No. Oh, we'll see. Uh, I'll have to do that. And I need to finish watching The Flash. And I need to watch yes, Arrow. Yes. And I need to watch... Have Have you started to like Flash anymore? Have you... More than you did at first? Or have you just watched the yeah, one Yeah, so... I texted you guys about this last week. That... Episode one, I was just like, really? You're going to give it all away? You're gonna, like, It just became so obvious that I was like, this is going down the weird path. 
Um, episode two was a little better. Uh, and then I just finished episode three last night. I'm still watching them, so I don't hate it, obviously. Uh, but there is something weird about the the bad guy getting defeated at the end of each episode. And I'm like, alright, that's a little too feel-good every time. Uh, I have a feeling that's going to change, maybe, hopefully. Um, <laughs> they come back. There, there's there's a few twists. Have you gotten to uh, I, I, Captain, Col- Captain Cold? Uh, that's the one that I... I started like it, it started. It did the thing where Netflix was like, "Oh, we're going to start the next episode for you," and so it had just started, and I paused it. So that's the one I'll have for tonight or whenever I watch next. Yeah, the Flash and Captain Cold, they they develop an interesting relationship. Things get a lot more interesting with the series in general after Captain Cold is introduced. The the villains start to become more complex and bigger parts of the broader story. Sure. And I I assume that was probably the case is that just like every other series, it seems like the first couple episodes, they really have to kind of work to establish everybody, get everybody's roles kind of figured out and stuff like that. Yeah, they're they're building a universe at first, right? And then they get to play in it. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I assume. You get to season two, it's even even wilder, more open. Uh, You've got parallel universes and... uh, Two flashes. And, okay, uh, enough. It's great. It's great. <laughs> now I'm just like, really, you're going to go there? No. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I, I was thrown off by the Arrow reference in the first episode. Uh, and I think I texted you guys that. I was like, really? I didn't know, know that was a thing. I didn't know those were connected. But apparently if I was into the comics, I would understand that better. Uh, yeah. So maybe that's part of my issue. Plus I think Barry actually guest starred on the Arrow a couple and, of seasons ago before... He was even yeah, so that that might have helped also, but uh, regardless, it's it's had my attention uh, when I have downtime yeah. instead of watching random garbage Food Network or whatever. I'm using that Netflix subscription and actually watching something. Oh, I'm glad you're giving it a chance. That's good. Um, that's not my something of the week though. My uh, something of the week is a free iPhone, and I believe they have an iPad version, although I haven't looked at the iPad. Uh, to see if they have it, but it's called Cheap Charts, and yeah, I just downloaded that you have it. Okay, perfect. It is uh, at its simplest form. I we wanted to watch movies while we were traveling, or have movies to watch while traveling, and so one of the things I wanted was to know when a movie's on sale, because I always fall for that trap of like I'm going to buy this movie and like two days later it drops in price, and like not that I can't afford the extra two dollars or whatever it just sucks when you spend more than you need to on something um and especially knowing that i want to build a library of more movies on digital format or on itunes um i figure i'll buy the movies when they're on sale like mr and mrs smith is one of my favorite movies it's always 12 bucks it just was five bucks last week um but cheap charts you basically build a list of movies tv shows music apps uh, basically any category you want, books, and you can search for movies and add them to a watch list. And then when the movie comes up that it's on sale, you get a notification on your phone that the movies are you know, cheaper today and you can go out and pick it up or the song is cheaper or the book is cheaper, whatever it is. So if you're a, the type of person who buys a lot of content on iTunes, you can save yourself some money by just building a list ahead of time and then keeping an eye out for deals basically. Um, but it also has cool features like you can just see 
show me movies that have had a price change. So I just pulled it up. James and the Giant Peach is down from $18 to $13. So you can save yourself $5 by picking it up now. Wait, they have porn on there? James and the Giant Peach. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all I heard was all I heard was Peach. Sorry. I was actually looking at yeah. the app. Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer is $8 instead of 15 so saving yourself love, $7. Love that movie. So, like I said, you, you can just scroll through and see these are movies that are just on sale right now. Not ones that I've picked out or said anything that I want to see the deal of, but they're out there and they're a deal. Um, so it's a cool app if you're the type of person who buys content on iTunes. As long as you build a list ahead of time or check just whatever's on sale, you can find some good deals. And it's, I think, a little easier to find those deals than it is to search iTunes and try to find the deals. So, yeah, I uh, I recommend it. It, like I said, it's a free app. You can't go wrong with a free app that helps you save money. So, hey, Tommy Boy's on sale. Hey, there you go. Look okay, at that, save me money. Link to all those things in the show notes, as usual. And if there's nothing else terribly crazy to talk about, I think we'll wrap this sucker up. I am all for that. Awesome. It's been a long day. I would agree. And with that, you can find the show notes for the episode at magnificentpodcast.com slash 26. You can tweet us your questions with the uh, Twitter name at MagnificentFM or with the hashtag, hashtag AskMagnificent. And if you feel so inclined, you can leave us a rating or review on iTunes. It helps people find this show and it tells you you care. My thanks to Chris and the Jayless Glenn for being here. Thanks for putting up with us yeah. another week. And uh, if people care to find you guys on the internets, where might they look? Oh, I'm the same old place. I'm over at MacTrust.com and, of course, on the Twitter thing at uh, CLHauk, C-L-H-A-U-K. And, you know, if you can find me somewhere in Tennessee, I'm over there too, so. And I am primarily on the Twitter machine as at the Glenja. Although I see your name to go with that has changed once again. I'm a Glentleman, sir. The Glentleman. <laughs> so clever. It's known as sarcasm. Uh, and with that, you can find me on Twitter at Ian Fuchs. And, uh,. We'll catch y'all next uh, next time, two weeks, week, whenever that is. This much is clear. I have to be stopped. We can't let that happen. Yeah, I, I'm thinking neutering would be the solution. Uh, it's definitely the quickest solution. Chem, chemical or chemical or, fi, or actual physical. It's it's just, either just way, hide so. it in the whiskey. I won't know the difference.